Good day, and welcome to the Talking Out of Podcast on Spotify. My name is Neil Belly Harper. This is the Talk It Out Podcast on Spotify with Neil Belly Harper. Hope today finds you well, and it's a wonderful day to be alive. Every day is. Listen, today I'm off the cuff with aches on a plane. The music I'm beginning today with is Robert Palmer. The song is It Takes Every Kind of People. And I hope all kinds of people and every kind of people feels good today. Feels good mentally, feels good physically. Hope it's a great day. Um, It's a wonderful day in the Northeast. I am talking today about, in a civil society, we must stand up for civility. So let me go back and do that intro again. Good day. This is Neil Belly Harper with the Talk It Out podcast. I am off the cuff today with aches on a plane. And in a civil society, we must stand up for civility. Hey, that was pretty good the second time. Robert Palmer, every kind of people. Hey, listen, um, I've been doing a lot of traveling. Well, for me, a lot of traveling every month, different state and all that. For me, recently, that's a lot of traveling. And it's fun. But I'm going to say this, and I hope you understand what I'm saying. Maybe a lot of you do. Thank you for listening, all of you. Thank you for sharing the podcast, liking the podcast, and one maybe to subscribe to the podcast. My thought is this. I love to travel, but I really don't like traveling. Yeah, let me say that again. I love to travel, but I really don't like traveling. The logistics of it, the going to the airports, the parking your car, or now we've resorted to taking the Uber, the getting on the plane and when the plane is going and how the plane's going. Okay, okay. I'm not a big fan of air travel, but I am also not stupid enough to not understand that after I decide to get on the plane, the, the worst five minutes is getting off the ground. The best five minutes is when we are landing. Once I'm up there, ain't shit I could do about it, but enjoy the flight as best I can. That's how I'm with air travel. That's why, you know, to me, I don't, I guess I I could, I don't know, I could develop a different mindset if I was in a different profession, Um, a professional athlete or something that required me to be on planes every week going to different places. I could probably adapt. It would be hard, but I love to travel. I love to go places. I just don't like the logistics of traveling to get there. That being said, um, I've been to the South a lot, you know. Now, I'm just building up my, my, uh, I don't know. I'm just building up a lot of armor because I haven't gone to all of the uh, triple vowel states yet. I just did Alabama. I haven't done Mississippi. I haven't done Tennessee. Although, Tennessee is going to be is, is a stop of mine because I want to see uh, Nashville. Got to go to Nashville. That being said, this week, last weekend, uh, we flew to San Diego. The woman and I, related to by marriage and myself, flew to San Diego. And, you know, I used to live in San Diego. So part of me is like, hey, I'm going back to a place I really lived in at a very pivotal pivotal time in my young life. Um, I do say I'm going to tell you my journey, but I ain't going to tell you my business. How I got to live in San Diego. Well, okay, I graduated from college. And then I uh, moved back to Philadelphia in the early mid-80s with a music degree and no job. 
and found myself back in my third floor room in my mother's house in North Philadelphia. At that time, it wasn't the best place to be. And I had established some relationships I thought they would never come around again. But they were. I was there. I had to understand I couldn't stay there. This is the stylistics featuring Russell Tompkins. The song is People Make the World Go Around. So I understood I had to get out of Philadelphia. Um... Or, let me take that back. I understood I really, really wanted to leave Philadelphia. Okay? And an opportunity came for me to go to San Diego, California. How the opportunity came about, you know, I like to tell people I San Diego was the first place I lived after I was run out. I mean, after I left Philadelphia. But I got to San Diego, and it was, for me at that time, it was... Different, and different is what I needed. Different is what I really wanted to be. I could go to San Diego and become Ronald Reagan, make my name, change my name, and nobody would know me. Well, at that time, it was a little different, but I could have done that. So I went to San Diego, and I had a, I had a good, I had a good couple years there, really good. So I'm, you know, for me to say I'm going back home or going to a place. Yeah, I had thought of it a little bit like, hey, I used to live here. Be nice to see this place again. Now, I'm going to be totally honest with you. There were things I remember about the aesthetic nature of the city. Um, Just a beautiful city. Um, Certain structures of of the buildings, some structures. Yeah, I remember that. But outside of that, I didn't remember. It didn't look anything like I remember. I don't know what it was then. You know, just the, the this feel of it, the smell of it. Yeah, that was somewhat the same, but I didn't stay there long enough for that either. But it's still a beautiful place. And getting there required traveling. Now, here's the other thing I want to say. Um, I love people because from my experiences, and again, when I go back to the point of reference, I'm talking of my experiences. In my experiences... People are mostly pleasant on vacations, resort-like places, uh, sunshine, when you're traveling, when you're flying. Now, driving is a whole other thing. Hell, and back to San Diego for a second. I got out of San Diego by doing something that today I would never, ever do. I moved to San Diego doing something today that if I do it by the way I got to San Diego then would be nothing I would even remotely consider doing to get to San Diego now. Yeah, you're thinking, what did I do to get to San Diego? <laughs> I took a bus. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know where y'all heads are. I took a trailways bus from Durham, North Carolina. I went back from Philadelphia to Durham, North Carolina for a week. Took a trailways bus at 11 something in the morning on Monday and arrived in San Diego, California at 2 p.m. that Saturday morning, Sunday night, Friday night. Four and a half days on a trailways bus. Um, I would never, you know, at that time, it was the cheapest way to get there and a lot of ways, the fastest way to get there. So that's going back. Okay, I'm coming back again. But I didn't recognize it. 
I felt it. It felt good to be there. I knew I lived there. I didn't go around to see a lot of things, though, that I thought, okay, yeah, I remember that. I lived on this block. I knew my addresses. Um, I used to manage a place called the Old Spaghetti Factory, and people tell me that still exists, and, but I didn't rush to go see it. But I had a good time. And in traveling, everybody I run into on most instances are in a pleasant mood, um, enjoying their time. In America, everywhere, you know, I met, I meet a lot of nice people everywhere we go. And I don't, they don't know me, we don't know them, so just the, just the encounters you have, or the encounters you have, and they're pleasant. But when you, when I look at who, when I look at like going to Alabama and going to Georgia and going to Florida and going to California, when you look at that through the lens of what we all look at through a lens in some way, some of us not a lot at all, but some of us, we see everything through the lens of, our, of what's in our right hand or our left hand, our telephone or something like that. And, and when you look at things through those lenses, you can get a very um, narrow picture of how really nice this country is and how really cool it can be to meet people and do different things and go different places in this country. And I don't mind, I don't mind traveling out of the country, but there's a lot of places we, I have, I have to and want to see again in the, in America. Um, I guess what I'm, what bothers me, no, not what bothers me. When I see, and I'm a part of instances where, or you're aware of something where you know it's, we have this angst now about us, you know. We, some of us just seeming from, from our politics, um, from what we call entertainment, a lot of it is just now, let's get to the point where we're throwing hands, you know. Whether that's two lines to you, three lines, let's just get to the point where we're throwing hands. And that ain't really the way it is, y'all. It really isn't. Um, I, I reflect back to a lot of the reality shows you see where, where I, reality shows that have been on for a long period of time. Um, for some reason, we, okay, we're voyeuristic by nature. Great. But that doesn't mean that uh, programming about well-to-do or well-off financially people going on exotic and wonderful trips that end up in shoe throwing and slapping and fighting that's not a I don't think that's a daily thing I don't think that's a regular thing I don't think that you know very many people are like that but very many people are different they're different from me I'm different from them that's cool I just want us to turn the temperature down I'm wondering what it's going to take for us to turn the temperature down now again I think from the bottom up, the temperature is not as high as it seems, not as high as we can, we visualize it as through the lenses that we look through things. Because when you're on the ground, my experiences have been a lot different, but you can see, you don't really know. You know, the other thing I say about our country, sadly, we have two different kinds of lotteries in America. And both of them are extreme long shots. Yeah, this is uh, The Commitments. Great movie. 
the song is Mustang Sally. Um, we have two different kind of lotteries, you know, and, and this is the good and the bad of our country. Um, they both have extremely large odds, but they both can happen. One is the lottery, the Powerball or the Mega Millions. Yeah, you have a one in, I don't know, three billion chance to win or something like that, and a hundred million chance to win. You could win life-changing, generational-changing money. That's great. But then there's the other one, where you can be caught at a shopping mall or a movie theater or a grocery store or a church and be in jeopardy of losing your life to someone walking around with a gun they don't need to have hurting people before they hurt themselves. We have just as many people win the financial lottery as we do the other lottery. It doesn't make any sense. But that's real. That's that's part of what we do. Here, here's the other thing. Here's what I'm saying too though. I feel time when I don't like to travel. I don't like to really look at movies or listen to music or watch little football games or anything to pass the time away. Going to San Diego, it was two flights. Coming back from San Diego was two flights. I'm not going to uh, say anything bad about the airline because I got to where I was going safely and I returned home safely. And in the end, that's all I really want to get there safely, to return home safely. But coming back was more of an adventure than I really cared for. Um, we left San Diego at 11.25, coming back to the East Coast. That flight was on time. It's a four and a half hour flight. It takes us over our destination of Washington, D.C., all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, the longest air, largest airport in our country, which I must say, I've been there several times. They handle their business pretty well. They handle their business pretty well. Um, so, four and a half hour flight to San Diego. Then the shenanigans begin. We get to Atlanta from San Diego at about... I guess six o'clock in the afternoon, our flight scheduled to leave an hour later. But on the way, we're getting calls about delays, okay? We have delays. Um, so we get there and our flight's supposed to leave. It's supposed to board at 7.55. After this dance and that dance and, and getting into standby on another flight and all of this kind of stuff, we get into the plane at about 9.45. Okay, three hours, fine. But we find out there's a group of passengers who have been waiting on a plane five hours before we were. And we were on the same plane with them. So you had people waiting in the airport for nine hours and now it's nighttime and nobody wants to spend money for a hotel just because your flight's not there. Nobody wants to uh, uh, sleep in an airport, I don't think, if you don't have to. So a lot of things come into play. And again, people's emotions, or, you know, who knows what people have to go home to? Who knows what people want to go home to? Who knows what trigger gets pushed when you don't, you can't move like you want to, or you can't move like you paid for, or you should be moving. So we're on the, finally we get on the last plane, headed back from Atlanta to Washington. And we find out that our co-pilot has timed out. So he can no longer fly with us. So we have to wait for another uh, 
co-pilot to come in. That's another 30 minutes. Bottom line is we end up getting on, it hitting the air, wheels off the ground at about 1045. Before the flight took off, it's a full plane. This is Eric Clapton. The song has changed the world. Before the flight pulled off, there's a full plane. Um, there's a gentleman on the other side of the aisle who out of nowhere, because the fact all the passengers were in good cheer, really good cheer. Um, there was a gentleman who had his name and his number asked to pull if you have ticket, if you have seat number B52, please stand up. B, this guy B52 stand up, everybody cheered. It was fun. Until 10 minutes after that, this gentleman said, and he was sitting directly over from me. Uh, Eric Clapton changed the world. He said, uh, would you please take your knee out of the back of my chair? Talking to the woman sitting behind him. Um, and it went back and forth for a second. And the gentleman said, well, you've done it. You've been doing it for a while. Now I'm gonna ask you kindly to take your knee out of the back of my chair. And she didn't seem to think she was doing too much, so I don't remember her exact response, but I do remember his next response. It was, this is the last time I'm going to ask nicely. Yeah. He said, this is the last time I am going to ask nicely. Now, I will say this. Um, there were a bunch of grown men on this plane sitting in this immediate area and the woman's response once he said that was well what would that, what does that mean what, what are you going to do then he never responded I'm proud to say that nobody else said anything because I think we all understood we are on an airplane that's getting ready to take off most of us have been waiting for six to nine hours to get to where we're going longer than we thought we were taking longer than we thought it would take for us to get there so people are tired people are frustrated and nobody wanted anything to escalate but just the thought of this grown man telling this woman the way he told her she women might not have seen that as a threat i thought as a man that he was out of line saying that but we got past that and nobody else said anything else the whole time. Then we're in the air and everything is fine. And after about 10 minutes of flying time, our plane took a dip, a real dip. I mean, it, it kind of, it, to me, it felt like we just went straight down, not far, but farther than I've ever gone straight down in an airplane that's supposed to be going up. And when that happened, there were screams all over the plane. After that, 10 minutes later, the pilot said, hey, we're gonna go through some turbulence. I had to go to the men's room then. I did not move, I just watched the time. We finally got to where we're going without more incidents. But I've never been that scared on a plane in my life. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna get on it again. Hey, listen, let's just be nice to each other. We realized that that might be the last time we could have seen each other. <laughs> have a good day, everybody. Talk to somebody nicely. Bring the tone down. It's okay. This is the Talk It Out podcast on Spotify. Be blessed. Talk to you soon.